Welcome to the Team ASE Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Mala. And in the next 10 minutes or so, we're going to be sharing some information, insight, and inspiration on a variety of topics for individuals already working or thinking about a career in the automotive industry. But there's a lot more to ASE than you may be aware of, and we'll explore the many facets of Team ASE in future episodes. The Team ASE Podcast is brought to you by ASE, the National Institute for Automotive Service Excellence. ASE is perhaps best known as the organization that provides certification credentials for automotive professionals. Just like ASE, the Team ASE podcast offers something for automotive professionals everywhere. Join us as we explore what's now, what's new, and what's next in the automotive service industry. It's a journey that won't just help you make a living, it'll help you make a difference. It takes a team to build the future. Welcome to Team ASE. Hi, and welcome to the show. Last year, ASE celebrated their 50th anniversary, providing certification credentials for automotive professionals. In the last half century, ASE has become the gold standard for automotive technicians and a host of other individuals in the automotive service industry who keep America moving. But a lot has changed over the years, and ASE keeps evolving to meet the needs of those professionals working on advanced automotive technology. One of those evolutions has been the move away from paper and pencil testing to leverage modern computer technology and provide a variety of choices for those seeking to achieve ASE certification. And to help bring us up to speed on these new options, we're talking today with Matt Shapanik, Vice President of Credential Testing Programs. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tony. Great to be here. It's great to have you here. You know, before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your role with ASE? I'm the Vice President of Credential Testing Programs. So I'm I'm in charge of the staff that produces all the tests. So the automotive series, the advanced level tests, the school bus tests, the truck tests, all all of that kind of stuff. I've been in automotive my entire career. Mm-hmm. I worked as a technician for a little bit and grew up in the Detroit area. So I had a lot of opportunities with automotive suppliers. And I, I landed with one and kind of fell into the training world and produced a lot of different types of training programs for some of the OEs. And then in the uh, mid-90s, I had an opportunity to go to work for Volkswagen and Audi at their corporate headquarters in Auburn Hills. I was there for just under 20 years, the last 12 of which I was in charge of Audi technical training. It was great. I really enjoyed it. I uh, learned a ton about the industry. I got to watch the brand grow and our technician base grow from, I think when I started, it was somewhere around 1,300 technicians to when I left, we were at like almost 4,000 technicians. So it was a, it was a great ride and uh, I really enjoyed it. And now I've been at ASE for just under two years and learning a ton about the test development world and working with some great people, and I really enjoy it. Well, I got to say, ASE is a great organization, and one of the reasons we're doing these podcasts is to help people understand just the many things that ASE actually does for the industry. But in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about the testing itself. I happened to be working for ASE when we moved away from paper and pencil testing into do computer-based testing. But things have changed quite a bit, and there's a few more options available. So let's start with a simple question. How does one take an ASE test if they're a first-timer or if they want to recertify? The main way and the primary way up until recently has been you set up a My ASE account. Once you have that set up, it's just basically putting in some of your information. You'll be able to go ahead and register and schedule tests that you want to take, and you would travel to a Prometric testing center, which are available all across the country. And so you'd make an appointment, you would schedule that, and then you would show up on your scheduled appointment time, and then you would take the test there. 
that is a situation where you'll be in a secure location. I know there's a security check involved, but you're, you could be sitting next to someone taking, say, a, an engineering test or something like that. It's, it's totally computer based, right? Right. And it's proctored. So there'll be somebody in the room, you know, observing what's going on, but they offer all sorts of tests, you know, for different industries. That's for first timers. Things are a little bit different, I believe, for recertifiers. What choices does someone who's been certified but wants to recertify? Because they have to recertify every five years. Every five years, yeah. So we have a couple of different ways. The first that I want to talk about is the Renewal app. So the Renewal app was introduced a couple of years ago, I think two years ago, and it'll allow folks to go ahead and recertify in A1 through A9. And it does this. You basically download a, a copy of this app onto your phone. And for every test that you want to recertify in, it'll ask you one question a month. And once you get eight questions correct, you will recertify in that area for one year. So it's a convenient way to go ahead and, you know, maintain your certifications over time. And it's also, it it offers a little bit of remediation. If you don't get a question correct, it'll give you a little bit of background on what exactly it's asking. So it's it's actually a learning opportunity. You get you get some more information on exactly you know anything that you uh, don't get correct. So with the app, you could theoretically just keep answering questions and never go back to a test center. You could just renew every year, right? And I think there are people that are starting to do that. We have about I think just over eleven thousand users right now uh, for the app. Uh-huh. So it's got pretty wide acceptance, and a lot of technicians are are using this, to, you know, to recertify and to maintain that. And how does one find the app? How do they download it? Go to ASE.com, and there's a link on there that you'll be able to find some more information on the app, and you'll also be able to download it. I believe it's ASERenewalApp.com. Of course, any smartphone will work, I assume, right? Correct. It'll work on Android or um, Apple phones, too. One of the more interesting developments, and it's fairly recent, and a lot of people don't know about it, is the new ProProctor option. Tell me a little bit about that. ProProctor is also a way to recertify for various tests, and it allows you to basically be able to do it from your home or from your work. There are a couple things that people that want to want to use this method need to know because it's very convenient, but you do have to have a, a relatively clean environment to be able to do this. There's a full list of of all the requirements right on the website, so just go to ASC.com and look up ProProctor and there's a document on there that has all the requirements. But basically, you have to have a relatively clean room. You can't have bookshelves with papers and things uh, overflowing on it. You can't have paper on your desk, things like that. And you'll be required once you go into a ProProctor test to go show your room. You'll have to show yourself, make sure that they can see you. They might make you do a 360 around the room to go ahead and see if there's anything on the walls, that kind of stuff. Mm. Some dealers I know are some different workplaces. They have uh, set up rooms right in the shop so that technicians that want to recertify can go ahead and do it at their workplace. And that's a great solution. It's nice to have that option to be able to, to go ahead and take it at work in a clean space. And it is proctored, as you say, but it's done remotely. So you have to have a camera, obviously. Right. Is a microphone required or is that just a keyboard? Good question. A microphone is required to go ahead and do that, and you will have to have a camera. And as I mentioned, you can go to ASE.com and look up ProProctor, and there's a uh, a document on there that will have all the requirements, talk about you know your screen resolution and all those kind of things. So it's a it's a good idea to go ahead and download that and read all about it before you uh, you set up for this way. Really, what it's all about though is convenience. There's folks that may live in a rural area, and it takes them uh, an hour, two hours to get to a test center. 
this is a way that they can go ahead and they can do it right from the convenience of their home or their workplace. So ASE has actually solved the distance problem. I know there's a lot of test centers across the country, but there are, as you mentioned, still some rural areas. So this addresses that. It does. We started this in uh, November of last year, and we have a lot of people taking advantage of this uh, just because of the convenience. When you're getting ready to take an ASE test, one of the questions I get a lot when I'm out in the field is, what's the best way to prepare? Any advice on what study materials are available? And I believe there are ASE practice tests one can purchase, right? We've got a couple of different ways. So we do have study guides that are available for some of the tests. So you can go ahead and you can download those right from ASE.com. And then we also offer practice tests. So you can go ahead and purchase a practice test, which will look very similar to what you would experience in a uh, in a proctored environment, whether it's pro-proctor or whether it's uh, uh, at a test center. I've been told the best preparation for an ASE test is experience because the tests are very real world. They're not theory-based. I assume that's still the case. Work experience is really important. These tests are designed for working technicians. And so you have a much better chance of successfully passing one of these tests if you've been in the industry for a while Mm -hmm. and you're working on this stuff. It's very real world. Part of our process when we write test questions and when we develop these is we work with working technicians, we work with educators, we work with folks in the industry. So it's very real world and we get you know a lot of good information from our subject matter experts. And they're the ones that are actually developing the questions for us. It's not just us sitting up at ASE headquarters in Leesburg, you know, writing these test questions. We have the folks from the industry come in into our workshops and they help develop all this. And there's not a question that goes into any one of these tests unless it's it's been vetted and agreed upon by everybody who attends that uh, that workshop. How often do they update the tests? We try to keep these workshops scheduled so that they're on about a three-year cycle. Mm-hmm. We'll develop new questions during these test writing sessions. We'll look at maybe any questions that we think there's an issue with, and we'll tweak those. But you know, the important thing is that everybody that attends that workshop gets a chance to uh, have a say on these questions, and you know, they're vetted by the entire group, and we don't put anything into one of these tests unless everybody is in agreement that it's a good question. I had mentioned training, and I think you have another role at ASC. Aren't you the president of the Automotive Training Managers Council as well? I am. And that's uh, something that's kind of near and dear to my heart, having been in the training and development world for for most of my career. So it's it's been great because I get to still see what folks in the industry are producing to train technicians. And it's uh, it's just been a lot of fun. Right now, we're actually reviewing different applications because every year we hold an excellence and training awards uh, ceremony that we do uh, at Apex, and that'll happen this year on November 1st. It's a whole lot of fun to go ahead and see what the folks in the industry are developing, and it's some some really great stuff. Well, hold that thought, because I'm going to want to talk to you again a little bit more about ATMC, what they do, and uh, and what they provide for the industry. So we'll, we'll definitely be talking again. But Matt, I want to thank you for your time today. This has been great. Good information. Again, I can't thank you enough for uh, for taking the time to talk to us. Appreciate it, Tony. Thank you. We have been talking with Matt Schepanik, Vice President of Credential Testing Programs for the National Institute for Automotive Service Excellence, better known as ASE, about the new testing options that you have if you're an automotive technician. For more information, as always, you can simply go to the ASE website at www.ase.com. I hope you enjoyed today's Team ASE podcast. For more information on how ASE can help you grow as an automotive professional, visit the website at www.ase.com. You'll find information on the latest developments in ASE certification 
how the ASE Education Foundation is working with career and technology educators to prepare the next generation of automotive professionals, and much, much more. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.